I was contacted recently on the Authorlead WhatsApp on 089-647-888 by a guy called Sean Hines, a friend of the show. It just so happens that he's actually mates with Des Seepersod, past guest and friend of the show. And Sean basically texts me to say, you know, hi, enjoy the podcast, fair play, all that jazz. And he was wondering had I spoken about conspiracy theories previously on any of the episodes. And the reason why he was asking this was he had bumped into a friend of his that he hadn't seen in some time. And as he put it, it was the first time he'd met one of these people in the wild. So he's relatively familiar with conspiracy theories like most of us are. We've all heard about flat earthers and the moon landings and Area 51 and Watergate and Pizzagate and all these different things. But this was the first time that he actually spoke to somebody in the flesh about these things. And this guy was in was in deep. And to cut a long story short, Sean asked this guy to maybe write down a list of all the conspiracies that he thought were true. And I think what Sean's motivation was, if he actually writes them all down, that it might make him realise how insane he is. Now, it, it didn't, by all accounts. And I'm going to rhyme off the list here, okay? And this, the first line of this is, the list as it stands now. The idea being that this could be added to quite readily. Um, it's an extensive enough list, but look, we'll, just, we'll fly through it just to, to kind of pave the way for the rest of this episode and possibly a couple of future episodes. COVID is real, but it's blown out of proportion. COVID isn't deadly unless you take the vaccine. Then it's deadly. It is not, it is not our responsibility to look after old people or vulnerable people. Wearing a mask is literal torture. COVID is a hoax, but also sand cures COVID. COVID is a hoax, but also supplementation prevents COVID. Green tea and garlic prevent COVID. Bill Gates and John Oliver are behind COVID. There's threats, sorry, there's threads in McNuggets and on masks that do something or another. The vaccine will kill you next year if you take it, maybe. Big Pharma are committing genocide. Motive is finance. The NWO or New World Order are committing genocide. Motive is finance. Masks give you neurodegenerative disease, which you won't find out for 30 years. Masks are for social control. Chemo is a choice for treating cancer. There are alternatives. Death death rates prove COVID is a hoax, except in Italy because of the Mafia slash Vatican. And last but not least, all small business will be government run. Now, there's elements of truth in there. And there always is with conspiracy theories in, in my uh, in my experience. So they're often, if not always, anchored in some form of truth. So the one that springs to mind would be 9-11 was an inside job. Now the truth that's in that is that planes did fly into the towers. Or actually no, because it being an inside job involves explosives and faking planes and all sorts of stuff. And I'm, I swear to God, I'm not going to get into the details of any of this i'm going to look at it as broadly as i can so 9 11 was an inside job those towers were there and then they weren't okay so that's the element of truth that's in it and there always is so not always maybe but most often or more most likely there is so with the ufo that crash landed in roswell and they have alien bodies in area 51 and all that jazz there is a 
Air Force base there in Area 51. Well known, well documented. I'm sure you can look it up on a map. Okay, so there's, there's an element of truth and there's, there has to be an element of truth because if there isn't an element of truth, then it's just a made up story and you can't really sink your teeth into it. Say. Now, more, in more recent years, there seems to be a ramping up of conspiracy theories. It seems to be bigger and bigger and bigger every year. Now, there's two sides to that, I would imagine. The first off is that it's been reported on more and anything that's reported on more always seems more important it always seems more pervasive that's why i don't as a general rule i don't watch the news i don't listen to the radio because you're just being influenced by what people are peddling you and they have their motives for peddling certain narratives and i'd sooner just live my own life thanks and look into the things that i'm interested in as opposed to be led around my life by some sort of a carrot on the end of the stick the other aspect to it then is as far as i'm concerned at least for time immemorial, every village has had a lad who is a bit nuts, okay? There's one in every village, there's half a dozen in every town, and there's a couple of thousand in every city. And historically, they were just a bit mad, and they were known as the kind of guy who was a bit mad, and that was fine. But these days, you have internet groups. So essentially what's happening is, the odd mad lad from the odd village, and the odd town, and the odd city... They're all getting together in groups. And as opposed to them being 10,000 individuals spread across the whole country muttering nonsense to themselves, now there's 10,000 of them together and the worst 10 of that 10,000 are leading the rest, basically. And COVID has accelerated this, like it's accelerated pretty much everything. Insofar as pre-COVID, if you got a conspiracy, spiratorial idea into your head let's say you watch some youtube video or you were on some website and you're like fuck bush did 9-11 you went to the pub or you went to the football game or you went to school and you said you'll never guess what i watched this thing and bush did 9-11 but you'll get a knee-jerk reaction from a lot of people that would say that's bollocks you'll have a couple of people who put take you to one side and go no no look that's just a conspiracy theory this is what people say this is how it really is and you're you're knocked off your conspiracy journey. You might be knocked off it, but you're you get nudged. Your society, your 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 community will push back against you. And they'll either slow you down or stop you in your tracks. But these days you go fucking weeks and months on end without seeing anybody. And you get deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and you know more and more and more and more and more. And then when you do meet the rational, normal, logical person and you say these things to them, they go, bollocks. But you've got 101 reasons why they're wrong. And there's an element of, of cognitive bias that comes into play here because when you have convinced yourself of something, you don't want to be... You don't want to be told you're wrong, basically. So you'll ignore people who tell you you're wrong and you'll gravitate towards people who tell you you're right. And you get into what's called circular reasoning. Now, what I might do is just outline very generally my thoughts, which is what I'm striving to do here. But in subsequent episodes, what I might do is do a specific episode on circular reasoning. Do a specific, do a specific episode on cognitive bias. And try and flesh it out that way and not concentrate too much on conspiracy theories per se. Because I think that conspiracy theorists are only suffering slightly more than the rest of us are suffering in relation to other things that don't seem as ridiculous to us at least.
So just to flesh that out slightly, I personally am of the opinion that the Catholic Church is an abhorrent evil organisation that protects paedophiles and facilitates grown men raping children, has been doing it for decades, is currently still doing it and will continue to do it. And I think that anybody who is, any priest, like I wouldn't shake the hand of a Catholic priest. I don't care how sound you seem to think they are. I personally think that they're involved in a corrupt, heinous, criminal organisation. But that's just me. And I can't wrap my head around how anybody else could christen their child in a Catholic institution. I don't see how anybody in their right mind would want to get married in a church with a Catholic priest. By all means, keep your religion. By all means, be a Christian. By all means, you know, do whatever you want for all I care. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. But don't support a criminal organisation that is in favour of the protection of people who rape children. And I just, I can't get my head around what other people don't understand about this. And there's no conspiracy here in the least. Okay, this is well documented, well known. Okay, it's no secret whatsoever. This is all very much out in the open. And people just, mm, don't seem to care. But, in a very likewise manner, there are people who can't understand how we are allowing our government put chlorine and fluoride in our fucking water supply. And, look, I drink water out of the tap. It's something that I'm intending on changing, but only because I've, I'm radically altering my fucking diet entirely. And when you cut everything down to just eating one thing in a really strict process, you start looking at the water you're drinking. Because I've been only eating meat for April, but I've also been drinking water. And it's just got me that little bit more in tune with, with my own biases. I don't think human beings should be drinking chlorine. I don't think human beings should be drinking fluoride. It's claimed to be safe. But I don't think that people understand. And when I say people, I don't think the humanity generally, the scientific community, I don't think that they understand the gut microbiome. I don't think they understand nutrition. I don't think we have a good understanding of how the body works. We have a, a rudimentary understanding. So how is something with chlorine and fluoride, known toxins, how can you say that these things are safe when you don't know the details of what you're putting them into in the first place. I smoked cigarettes for fucking 20 years. I knew they were bad for me. I knew they'd most likely give me cancer. But I smoked away. People know, for the most part, the processed foods and cans of coke and all the rest of it, all that shite. People know it's bad for them. But, you know, meh. It doesn't really need to be explained to people that texting while driving is fucking stupid. Not least because, you, you know, you could kill yourself. But more importantly, you could kid, kill yourself and the kids in your car. Or yourself, the kids in your car and another family. Or a pregnant woman pushing a buggy out on the road. We, we all get this. But can we all... Honestly, hand on heart, put our hands up and say we never look at our phones while we drive. And that's just the tip of the iceberg in a list of, of an, in an endless list of stupid, dumb shit that we all buy into every day of the week. And so conspiracy theorists, they're not that different. I think that's, 
in the in the in the little bit of thinking that I've been doing about this, I think that's one of the key things that I want to try and hammer home. It's that it's very easy to paint people as stupid or as scientifically illiterate or easily led. But whenever you see that in somebody else, to me at least, it's a great opportunity to shine that light back on yourself and ask yourself, what things are you just kind of taking for granted? What beliefs do you have that aren't based in science or fact or that you only believe because there's some sort of a consensus? And it's mad because as self-serving as this is going to sound, what I think is the answer against conspiracy theorists and, and conspiracy thinking generally is my same answer for everything else. It's, it's getting people off the lead. It's why I set this whole fucking off the lead thing up in the first place. Because to me, we're becoming increasingly domesticated. To me, we're becoming increasingly told what to think and how to think and when to say it and where to say it and what we can do and what we can't do and what we eat and what we don't eat. And we're losing our autonomy. We're losing our independence, our freedoms. We're becoming more complacent. We're becoming more docile. And my efforts are to, I suppose, raise my own levels of awareness of all these different things and to become more intelligent and more articulate and to become better at debating people who agree with me and people who disagree with me. And to me, at least, again, as self-serving as this is, the more people that I can get thinking for them fucking selves and not just having this fucking herd mentality of just absorbing anything that you're fed because the pushback against the domestication, the conspiracy theories, they're, they're off the lead in their own way. Not in, a, not in an advisable way, I would argue. But what's happening there is, I, w- I would argue or I would suspect, the conspiracy theorists see through a lot of the bullshit in the world. They, they look at the education system and they say, this is a crock of bollocks. They look at the justice system and they go, this is a crock of bollocks. They look at our food industry, our, our meat production, our crop production. They look at global warming and they look at fucking all the different things that are going on around us. And they're saying, what the fuck are we at, lads? This is all bollocks. And they're right. But their alternative would appear to be conspiracy theories. Oh, that's this way because of that, and that's this way because of the other. And I suppose off the lead in itself is conspiratorially minded in some sense. Only I would argue that it's based far more in logic and reason. And I do what I can to to question my own thoughts. And the, the whole point of uploading this for the fucking world to listen to is so that I can get some traction, is that if I say something and people disagree with me, they can, I, I invite people, I've set up a fucking WhatsApp number, 089-647-888. I set that up so people could question me. I set that up so people could say, Frano, you were saying this, but I think that's bollocks and I think this is what it is. It's to engage with people. It's to further my own development and to further the development of anybody who wants to listen. So this 15-minute ramble loosely around conspiracy theories is, I think, the start of a mini-series of sorts. I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm going to fucking try and evolve my own thinking in relation to conspiracy theories, how I view the people who tend to indulge in them, 
why I think they indulge in them, why I think they shouldn't indulge in them, the positives that you get from it, the sense of community and all that jazz, the downsides, obviously, and everything in between. So if you have an angle on this yourself, if you're conspiratorially minded, if you think conspiracies are the worst thing that's ever happened in the world, or anything in between, let me know on 089 And on that note, I'll chat you soon.